I meant to tell you, I called J.G. Wentworth. Remind me after the podcast is over to fill you on that. Did you get your, what does it get your money now? Well, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Anyway. Uh, AOA podcast back for another episode. Frankie C's in the house. What a big dog. What is happening? Lots of stuff, including these darn Epstein documents. I got to clear up something here because the internet is letting us down. What? Luckily for the How world, could it be? we're here to set the oh. record straight. You know what I'm saying? Are we not the internet? We're not part of the internet? We're above it. Oh, good. The Ohio environmental accident continues. Got more on that. Chris Cromo is crazy. I'm going to share you some details. Plus, we remember Raquel Welsh. Katie Nolan is out at Apple. Chris Stapleton comments on the crying Eagles coach. U2's absolutely insane sphere deal. The 32, sphere deal? Yes. The 32-year-old who has never been kissed. DMB this Challenge your update. autobiography, is it? And more, No. No. Right. I kissed before 32. Wasn't a lot, but I, I did it. Rules. Frankie C's been learning a Dave Matthews song. We're going to get an update on this episode. We're not forgetting because I've been dying for an update, my friend. Don't forget it. It's on you. It's weird. Your your background looks very dark. You're well lit. Really? But your the squares behind you look very... Like you're in a like you're in Dracula's house. Just let me know if a balloon flies by, okay? If there any moving back there, just give me a give me a. If second. I spot him, I'll tell you. <laughs> All right. Um, on the stop it on the last <laughs> on the last uh, episode or the one before that, we told you about the Daily Mail's reporting that they are going to finally. Um, release all the documents in an Epstein trial that uh, had occurred. So we were going to get unredacted John and Jane Doe information that had previously been titled John and Jane Doe. Um, There is a internet rumor. I saw it on TikTok. I saw it on Twitter. People were like, here it is. We got the information early. We got the information early. That is not the information that the Daily Mail was talking about. That is not the documents that we are waiting for. Previous flight it? logs and everything else have been released. Like we've seen all that information before. This is different. This was the last stand, the last holdout. We've heard some of these names before. I'm sure the names that are finally actually released and named have been rumored. Uh, but there might be a couple that we don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what's in there. It hasn't been released. That is previous stuff. The stuff that you're seeing on the internet, stuff that you're seeing on TikTok, as of today, Wednesday, February 15th, not it not true that has been stuff that has been out and around don't on the internet the hype. for a while exactly don't believe that yet we'll tell you when it's out we will tell you when it's out don't believe some idiot on tiktok okay or some dope with a youtube channel believe honestly us. or two dopes don't believe them that's that's just ridiculous at least we have some sort of i listen you know this we are entertainers we are podcasters i never claim to be journalists but we do have some journalistic integrity where we will at least make sure we get it right before as telling as people as much as we can. These people are like, oh, there's an Epstein documents going to be released. And then they Google and they see an Epstein document from like five years ago. And they're like, this must be it. Here it is. And then they go on TikTok. They're getting a million views and it's fucking not true information. Maybe we're trying too hard. They get a million views doing that. We get. It was the views we get doing the truth. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should make stuff up. Maybe we should start making stuff up. What are we doing here? 
I don't know. Did Apparently, corn about... dog has mad cheese. What? Corn dog says, "Yo, I got mad cheese." There you go. That's good. Just, just saying. I'm not gonna lie to you, Frank. I'd love a corn dog right now with some cheese on it. That would be. That would be delish. Unbelievable. Uh, did you hear that Miss Rachel was on Epstein's Island? Who's Miss Rachel? Exactly. What? I'm just starting rumors that are not true. Miss Rachel, you wouldn't know this. Miss Rachel's like the new uh, Elmo. Like everybody loves Miss Rachel. Is Miss Rachel a Muppet of some kind? No, she's just a real human being. Yeah. Do you want to hear what the Miss Rachel controversy is, though? Oh, God, what? So Miss Rachel, much like Blippi before her, with which my kids lived through, Blippi. Um, Don't know Blippi. She's just one of these people that make kids shows on YouTube. Oh, and, a, uh, she's a YouTube person. Okay. Yeah, these people have been blowing up because parents don't have regular cable or whatever the way we they used to back in the day. So they just put on YouTube, they Google kid show, right. boom, Blippy shows up. Today it's it's Miss Rachel, and Miss Rachel sits there, and Miss Rachel's good for like your one or two or three year old, and Miss Rachel talks to you, and she's very animated, and you know she's a pretty looking girl, I guess, and she wears bright outfits and that kind of thing. Very simple very stuff that a one-year-old would be into got it so parents of today are like surviving on miss rachel because they put miss rachel on and they don't have to worry about actually raising their kids which is what i did with my kids in blippy beautiful um somebody found out her real name started googling around and started like pulling up all these crazy photos of her and like all these like songs that she used to sing on the internet they're like can you believe miss rachel was like trying to like be a like a singer or this or that and then i'm like yeah yeah people try to be successful like what do you <laughs> yeah. expect she tr- oh no she tried a different career before the- yeah. you think she woke up <laughs> and she was born yesterday as an adult and said i'm gonna start a youtube channel she had yeah. however many years before where she lived her life i think people get really upset when they come to find that these like kids show people didn't grow up dreaming to be kids show people right you know what I mean? And they're like, you know. I heard Cookie Monster sold furniture before he was on. It's true, actually. Sesame Street. I've, on Epstein's Island, if you want to be totally honest. Oh, shit. That I didn't hear. Yeah. Didn't move a lot of couches on Epstein Island, but still, he tried. He gave the good old college effort. What a f- that's fucked up. <laughs> um, It was the same thing with Blippi, too. This guy Blippi, like, hits. Basically because he, he was, like, some marketing guy, and he looked around... And and was watching his like nephew or niece one day or something. He was like, "There's no great shows for kids on YouTube." So he decided to make one. It gangbusters took off. Every episode he was putting out was getting like 32 million views. So it was a guy named Blippy, and he wore like an orange and blue shirt. No, he wore a blue shirt with orange suspenders and orange and blue crazy weird hat and just jeans and like sneakers. And I mean, he got so big like. People were coming to him with like sneaker deals, and like you could go out now and buy Blippy sneakers, like Blippy's in Target, all that stuff. Like, wow, we had a Blippy party for our kids. The first, when... I'm hearing a Blippy. You weren't at that Blippy party. Did you not I don't even get invited to your things. <laughs> you get invited would, to every one I? of our things. I don't get invited. <laughs> anyway, we had like I a would blip- remember a Blippy. We had a Blippy impersonator. He came and they did a magic show in the back. You might not have come. He might have been on a cruise, actually. We did it in the summertime, now that I'm remembering. That, that could be. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
and so the thing blew up like crazy so now the so now they're like people are coming to him for deals and and everything and he's like i'm just i just want to make a vid like he would go to like the science center and like slide down the slide and play with the bubble thing and they and we get like 40 billion views you know <laughs> so he's making all his money hand over fist but they come to him and they go you got to do like a tour you got to like do all these things so he was like i don't want to do all those yeah, things i don't got to do shit what are you talking about yeah what did he sign contracts where he had to do that so wait so they rope him into they get him to agree to do a tour and he decides that he doesn't want to go so he trains this other guy to be the blippy on oh, tour no. People lost their minds. Oh, they were like, good. this isn't the real Blippy. This is bullshit. <laughs> it was this huge controversy. Like, it was like, I don't know whatever happened to it because I just stopped paying attention after a while. My kids stopped watching them. So, but yeah, I they were if he's but still it, blipping out. But it's, you know, somebody comes, somebody, be, <clears throat> somebody plays Elmo, you know, and then the Elmo on tour ain't the guy, ain't the Elmo that's the Elmo on TV, you know? There's, there's a nine out of 10 chance you're not going to know anyway. Yeah, if the Elmo guy is really good, it doesn't have to look like Elm, the guy. It could just be the same friggin' puppet and and the guy who does a good voice. Yeah. Meanwhile, that you can get away with a little more. But Blippy, you get a different Blippy up there. People are gonna notice. So we go to hire Blippy for our party. So we're like, we found this like uh, party company, and that's what they do. Like they get the princesses to come. You know, they'll get all whatever the character is, SpongeBob. They got the SpongeBob suit, like all that stuff. So I call him up and I go, do you guys do Blippi? So the guy goes, hold on a second. Here's some wrestling around and some talking in the background. He goes, yeah, no problem. I'm like, do you know who Blippi is? And he's like, we'll figure it out by your party. Don't worry, pal. He goes, he goes I don't. But my boss says we do. And I said, I'm not feeling confident in this. I go, can you please send me a picture? Of your blippy. He goes, <laughs> that's that's what she said. <laughs> Guy sends me a dick pic. I'm like, all right, that's good enough. That's a uh, blippy, I guess. So he goes, Yeah, sure, absolutely. He goes, I, I would you know he goes, I'm gonna tell you this. I would book this now because we run out of people and we only have one blippy. So he's like, Book it and we'll send you a picture. Idiot. Okay. Rope you right in. That's I a salesperson it. right there. Hey, I haven't got a picture yet. What do you guys send a picture? Do me a favor. Send me $4,000 and then we'll I'll send yeah. you a picture. The guy goes like, oh, yeah, listen. He goes, we're just waiting for the hat to come in. And I'm like, well, then you don't have a blippy. You're just. What's so special about the hat? He wears a certain like friggin hat. You know, I don't know. Is it like a, a baseball cap or is it like a weird special cat? It's like a no, it's like one of those. I don't know how to describe it. Right, so it's a special hat. So they're waiting for the hat, but they got the guy, and they got the rest of the outfit. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a whole thing, you know. See, but but he goes, he goes. We're just waiting for the hat to come in, and I go, I thought you had the blip. I thought you had a blippy, you know. <laughs> we're crafting a blippy as we speak, sir. That was literally what happened here. Here's blippy. That's blippy. That's freaky. So that's his hat. It's kind of like a weird looking hat. Yeah. See it? Looks like a. I got you. And this is the guy. This is like the guy. I see. He's just a guy. Like, if you look at his full outfit, like he's literally. OK, here he is wearing the blippy sneakers. See the blue and orange sneakers. But in the early blippy videos, he's literally just wearing white sneakers. I got you. And Frank, it was such an un like a no way this was going to be a huge thing thing. Like you can tell he was just 
goofing around in those. He would go to the park and be like, oh, I found an egg. Let's open it up. And you'd open the egg up and it would be like some stupid thing. And be like, oh, and now it's a thing. It turns into this construction truck and he would just play in the dirt. with. And I'm telling you millions of freaking views. That's uh, again, we're trying too hard. So, tell me about it. By the way, next show, I got a hat and a shirt and suspenders for you to wear. <laughs> I got an egg somewhere around this house. I could, <laughs> I could crack an egg open. Anyway, long story short about my kid's dumb party. This guy shows up who in no way looks like the real Blippi. Oh, he's like 400 pounds. Yeah, he just bought the hat off, off of Amazon like the day before. And he like shows up and he's like, hey, guys. And I'm oh, like, God. do you at least know the shtick and the, you know, because it's important. You hit these little details, you know, his terminology and shit. Right, right. Area 17 million subscribers. He put out a video four days ago. It got 625,000 views already. Good Lord. I don't know how there's a He's way. He's still to... going. Dude, it is. I, well, now, look, see, I don't know who these women are. I think he's bringing on more people. Ah, to, lighten the load a little bit. To help out a little bit. Yes. Get out I of I can't control. do these full shows. By my... How long are these videos? They're not too like, long. They're like some... 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes they are. Like, here, let's go to popular. He's got a see. couple that are hours long. Bro, can you see this number? 902 oh. million views. That is three times the uh, almost three times America's population. 492 million views. Good Lord, dude. Because here's a little trick I want to let everybody in on. And by the way, if you're thinking about starting a business, start it. Start a business that is digitally aimed at children because that's where the money is. This is this is depressing. I don't know. This seems weird with the Epstein documents banner on the screen. Let me remove that. Yeah, maybe move that. Get that out of there. The, I don't know if you know this about kids, Frank. You might not. They like to watch the same shit over and over and over again. So half of these views are the same. Not half, but same a person. ton of these views are the same person. Just and it doesn't even matter. By the way, this ice cream truck video, I can recite this video for you. That's sad. It's got 249 million views. 245 million of those were my kids because they fucking love oh, the ice God. cream video. Here's a blippy takes a bus. It's not you're not even <laughs> learning shit. You're not Here's even blippy learning. Takes a bus. Yeah. Here's one where he explains <laughs> that garbage trucks come and pick up our garbage. And he right and he sings oh a song God. about it. God. 147 million views. <laughs> He's playing in a ball pit. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. These these children's museums with all these these were huge money makers for him because he would just go there and play around and 141 million views. How'd this guy get allowed into these places? And I don't know if you know this. So like for so like for what we do, when you watch one of our YouTube videos and you see like an ad on our YouTube videos, there's a um, there's a CPM number, like a cost per 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 milli, it's called per thousand views. We make X amount of money. Uh, the amount of money that we pull in for a show of ours that covers controversial topics, not a lot, meaning that the amount of advertisers that want to advertise on shows that are controversial are very little. You'll see ads for like beard trimmers, like things that are not like, you know, mm -hmm. but for kids programming on YouTube, they pay top dollar for that. Wow. I mean, 
top dollar. So not only does he have a lot of views, but he's getting paid more per thousand views. Like I would put his probably five or six times what we make per thousand is what he's making per thousand. Is does he do like does he have sponsors that he has to like say stuff about them on the air? Or is it just like a pre-rolled thing before the it's, video it, or something? It was mostly pre-roll early on. I don't know if he has sponsors in his stuff now. I would imagine if he's like, I'm going to get ice cream. And remember, kids, uh, Briar's ice cream is the best one for you. It's like, mm. yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched him in a while. I wouldn't be surprised if he is. But I, I wouldn't also be surprised if some of these museums were paying for him to come there and play at his place. I could see that. In the beginning, he was like desperate to go anywhere to get any sort of traction. But now and forget it. And now he has dolls and he's got the shoe deal. He's in Target, like I said looks like there's a cartoon happening and you know what else he did that was smart he pulled his stuff like his stuff is still on youtube but he put his stuff on so like there's like an amazon channel for him like if you go on amazon you can find the blippy channel and it's just his his stuff run it looks like another little youtube but the revenue that he gets from that is different than his revenue split with youtube wow crazy good lord also blippy was on epstein's island so that's another thing that we have to look out for, for real no i'm just fine. oh you see now you're starting rumors you can't <laughs> you can't believe anything just make i'm cloud chasing i'm trying to get views here this is all gonna be on tiktok <laughs> so we can make up uh, we'll be uh we'll be uh floopy we'll do the floopy show yeah i'll wear my striped shirt uh you wear a, i don't know islanders hat or something whatever the hell you wear and we'll just um we'll throw things at each other through the whole uh, we'll, we'll make that a whole kids show yeah. one kids episode we'll see if we get millions of views well blippy's been around for six years now and miss rachel just came and decided i'm gonna do the same kind of shit and just you know just do it in my little miss rachel shtick so now miss rachel is the big thing miss rachel is the big thing now yeah i don't know miss rachel because my kids are out of miss rachel's okay. age range but what i know of miss rachel is through tiktok because all of miss rachel's mom are on tiktok and they're you know oh miss rachel is live right now should we watch her (laughs) can we do that i don't know if we can do that is miss rachel talking about (laughs) siphon off some of her views look we got we got the miss rachel show on the anthony on air show We would get very much suspended. We almost got suspended because I showed a picture of something the other day and they thought we were live streaming. I had to fucking appeal it. It was a whole nightmare. So what? I will not show it. But yeah, I mean, if you here, I'll pop this up, though. You can see Miss Rachel is pulling in the same kind of shit on her channel. She's got one from nine days ago that already has nine million views. And that one right there. Lord, yep. 61 million views from two months ago. Mm hmm. Man, is this not crazy? 242 million views from 11 months ago. I will give Miss Rachel this. At least she's teaching. Look, like learning to talk, like hear the colors. Okay. She's, that's, she's doing something. She's doing like like lesson plans almost. Yeah. The other guy is just like, I'm, I'm getting ice cream today. Watch me get ice cream. <laughs> Watch me get ice cream. <laughs> what is that about? She, oh, she, ha- she has a bus one. Miss Rachel, wheels on the bus, though. You got to have a bus. That's a big thing. You got to do wheels on the bus. Yeah. But he he fucked my kids up a little bit, Blippi, because my kid would go, like, they'd go to the park, and they'd be like, Dad, should we walk? Should we go around and look for eggs? I'm like, there's not fucking (laughs) eggs at the park. 
That's not how it works. <laughs> well, yeah. you you know you take you you put these kids in front of fucking Blippy. He's not a you know professional whatever the hell. You're gonna get eggs in your park. Yeah, they had no idea. They thought you just go to the. They thought Blippy showed up at the park and just found eggs that he you know they didn't get any of it. Hey, I wouldn't. I can't blame him. That's for, yeah. The bean show. Yeah. They yeah, Miss Rachel is huge. Miss Rachel is big time. And they uh, just it's just random too. Like these people, I'm sure there are a ton of other people doing the same shit that have like a hundred views. Yeah, probably maybe. You know, I'm sure there's someone out there doing let's learn to to you know the alphabet and they're doing a kid's show and they have like a you know theme song and they brought all this production into it or whatever. Yeah. And they probably have a few hundred views. And it's it's just it's I feel like it's so random. I feel like I could I could spawn one of these just from what I know from Blippy and now Mr. Again, it's like bright outfit suspenders. There's something about suspenders that is yeah. just electrifying for a child. <laughs> It's that Robin Williams feel. You just get that. You just yeah. feel nice and it's, it's it's a safe outfit, I guess. I it feels know. like suspender guy ain't going to hurt me. He's wearing fucking suspenders. It's yeah, I could, I could take out suspender guy if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's the Epstein thing. Um, <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't think I'm, I guess so. You love when I do that. You laugh every time I do that. It's a, it's a great bit. Uh, cuddles would be great for that. I'm I'm assuming Paul's talking about a kids sort of a thing, and maybe I could see that kids kids Ita- for the Italians in Brooklyn. Yes, for the rest of the world, I'm not so sure. I'm not. <laughs> Today so sure. we're gonna make some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna count to friggin' ten. Okay. <laughs> tree. Today brought to you by the the number tree. She doesn't say Trace. She says three. Now, kids, if I have five Schwoyadel and I take <laughs> away two, how many would be left? None. I'm going to eat the rest, too. All right? Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does the Cookie Monsters case hold water? <laughs> it's called it's called the alphabet, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a great kid's show. <laughs> the Mona Lisa Vito kid's show. <laughs> I bet the Chinese food's terrible. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. It's such a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> I'm teaching the kids time. My clock is ticking like this. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh shit. <clears throat> All right. Um what else? Oh okay, the environmental uh, boy this thing. You know, Frank, they're going around the EPAs in there, all these government officials and they're like it's fine everybody, go back to living the way you're living. I mean, Me- meanwhile, people are like uh my eyes are burning. There's dead fish like everywhere. I don't understand what's happening here yeah that's that's not good um but at least people are reporting it the news is out there right i mean we're hearing more and more about it a little bit i mean i guess a little bit i feel like most of the attention from this is coming from those alternate news sources like people on tiktok and twitter like just continuing to put pictures out there and 
you know, because this morning, like the main mainstream media was kind of like, hey, everybody, they're all telling them, you know, you can go back and it could be safe. Then they had Governor Dewan and he's like, they're like, would you go back there? And he's like, I, I tell my family to go back there. And they're like, you would? He's like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, but would you drink the water? And he's like, oh, no, 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 I wouldn't drink the water. It's like, well, that well, should you're be. Not, yeah, when you say you go back there, you'd have to partake in everything that is, yeah. comes with being there. Yeah. Yeah, I'd walk through there with a hazmat suit, sure. Yeah, you know, and it's like, where's the fucking lead? Like, okay, you want you you move back there, then go stay there for a couple of days with all the people in your state, and and show them that it's safe. That motherfucker is off in some other, uh, you know, safe area. That's crazy. Yeah, in Cancun somewhere with Ted Cruz. Yeah, and listen, everybody wants to blame the Biden administration. I get it. He's the president. The buck stops with him. They seem to have a lot of issues with Buttigieg, and I'm not going to argue with that. But at the same time, this is a state issue, and the governor of the state is the leader slash president of the state, if you will. Like anything that's going to happen is going to happen is going to start with him, you know? Right, and a lot of it comes back to the regulations that were dropped. All, all the, yeah, you know, the uh, what was it called? Yeah, the, the all the regulations that were were dropped in the last administration like people don't get it like that's why a lot of the times like the president of the united states will tell the governor like declare a state of emergency the governor has to start that the president of the united states no matter who they are can't supersede the federal government doesn't supersede the state government the states have rights the states are the ones who have to start these things it all starts with this dewine and i don't i just don't know how like i don't have a lot of faith in the fucking guy and then again, not to not to take Buttigieg off the hook here because he certainly is nowhere to be found. Like those motherfuckers should be standing next to the goddamn train. Yeah. You want to tell me it's safe? Good, stand there and tell me it's safe. I agree. And then they're telling all these people to go back. You know, I saw a clip from John Stewart, and I, I thought it was a great analogy and a great job. I wish he'd get a TV show again because he's doing something he on. He was amazing on Apple from his basement. And I just keep, every time I watch, I go, I would love to get him a real TV show on a network with a studio. But anyway, he goes, you know, this reminds me of post 9-11. Go ahead, everybody. It's safe. We don't want the economy of downtown Manhattan crashing. Head on back there. And everybody did. And there was carcinogens and all sorts of shit still floating. The cars were still covered in, in dust from the, from the collapse. And, Everybody went back and then fast forward, look at all the issues all these people are having. You know, it yep. sounds exactly like the same thing here. Like, go back, everybody. It's fine. And you don't really know. Yeah. I mean, when I'd love to know, maybe they've covered it and I just didn't see it, but what the progress is in terms of the cleanup, like how, like if there's a hundred percent, there's a hundred percent of stuff on the ground, do they have 50% of it up? Are they how close are they to cleaning it all up? Will it ever be completely cleaned up? I mean, a lot of it's got to be in the ground, in the rivers. I mean, what the hell? What what are we looking at in terms of widespread? Uh, how how widespread is it? And what's the damage going to be like? And how many people are affected? And what are the towns? And I mean, uh, I'm sure people are asking these questions, but I just, you know, it'd be nice with, to get some accurate answers. Is all I'm saying. So the EPA said that it screened 459 homes. I don't know 
East. Uh, by the way, it's not Palestine. It's like Palestine or something. Hmm. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, they. I don't know how many homes there are in that area. I'm assuming it's a small area, but I'm assuming there's more than 459 homes. So they Maybe. screened 459 homes and 21 drinking water wells. And they say that they are monitoring the air quality 24 hours a day. Okay. Uh, Norfolk Southern has brought in, they're the ones who are distributing water bottles around. Um, but as I said, residents have been cited complaining of burning eyes, a burning smell continuing in the air, the smell of burning plastic, um, animals falling ill. So again, not even just the fish that, that are, they're finding in the rivers and stuff, but they're saying animals falling ill, which I assume is, um, I would, I would imagine it's the air and the drinking water. Yeah. I, it could be dogs, cats, who knows, you know, uh, chipmunks. I don't know. God knows yeah. what. Um, and then you got this DeWine up there and he goes, uh, Norfolk Southern. That's the train. Norfolk Southern is responsible for this problem. We fully expect them to live up to what the CEO committed to me and that they will, you know, pay for this. It's like, well, you're all talking about reactionary stuff after the fact of what are you doing right now? Yeah. I mean, to help these What's, people. Exactly. What is happening? I mean, how do you, how do you, I'd love to know the product. Like we expect this to be picked up by this day and everything will be cleaned and we're going through. I want to know the process, what we're doing to clean up the ground and the water and what's, what's the advice for people living in the area? Cause obviously these people are, <laughs> their, their eyes are burning and all this stuff is happening. Whatever they're, if they're being told anything, I don't know if they're being told the right thing. I mean, they're obviously getting effects from this. Well, here was the other crazy part because did we talk about this in the last episode? Uh, forgive what? me if we did. You might have even said it because there was the percentage of the amount of cars that were carrying toxic materials was under like twenty five or something. They didn't have to disclose what was on the train. Really? Yeah. So like if there's, there's like 80 cars and only 25 of them have toxic materials, they don't have to like be like, this was on here. That seems That's like a dumb rule. Fucking crazy. Yeah. That seems even crazy. If it spill, even after it spills? Yeah. So it's 25 cars spill and they don't have to tell you what spilled out of it. Well, I mean, I think they would ask the question then, but I don't think they have to publicly disclose what it is, which seems, again, crazy to me. Yeah. Um... Governor DeWine added this morning, the Ohio EPA said there was no detection of contaminants in East Palestine's municipal water system and that it was safe to drink. Like, you don't mm -hmm. have to. I, that seems you like a, it seems like would you fucking drink any of this water if you were there? No, neither would I. No, I mean, and I'd, I'd, I'd call my employer or my friends or family and I'd be like, I'll check back in with you guys in a month i'll be somewhere the fuck else yeah for now i mean what are we doing here i obviously there's something wrong nobody and this is just a, a what is it when did this thing uh crash again february 3rd and then they did the burn a week later all right so a couple of weeks ago it crashed and obviously it only took like two weeks for people to start feeling these effects now the eyes are itching whatever's going on i would take i would do the old uh there was a was I think it was um uh what's the what's the the place that they can't drink the water Flint Michigan Flint Michigan they they get a glass of that water and go 
give it to the leaders and say, here, yeah, have a, have a drink. Drink it. You swallow this whole thing and I'll, I'll believe you. Yeah, it's crazy the lack of leadership we have these days. It really, really is. And the amount of people that want to throw blame around. Again, there's plenty of blame to throw around. There really is. Yeah, sometimes uh, there's more than one person to blame. There's a lot of people to blame for this one. And a lot of misdirection going on. But Right. Um, well, I hope those people are okay. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but the AOA podcast donated an entire Poland spring bottle of water to the people of East Palestine, Ohio. That's nice. Yeah. It's, it's pretty generous. <clears throat> I thought it was the best we could do at the time, and I'm really proud of what we've done. So, it's hey, I don't even I don't I, I don't drink water, so hopefully that's good for them. Here's what we Frank wanted to send an Arizona iced tea. He's like, no, let's just get water over there first. Some snapple, something. Here's what's weird: we send over one huge bottle, like the big bottle you get, like at the gas stations that are all the way down to the bottom. Mm. Oh, that's good. One of those. We sent one over. We've actually done more than Governor DeWine has done so far for this incident. Did we send it to anybody in particular? Or we just sent it to like the, the the broad general area. I wrote Ohio chemical ground zero disaster, and I stuck it in the mailbox. It should be fine. That's, I, that'll, it'll get there. Yeah. Like I said, Let's we've see. done more than Governor DeWine, who, by the way, uh, was on Epstein's Island. He's on the flight logs. Here it is. That's a rumor. <laughs> he just made up. Anthony just made that up. We're not spreading rumors here. It was funny. Everybody, everybody was going. This also kind of blew up on Twitter and TikTok. Everybody was going. You know why we're getting all these aliens? Because they want to distract us from the Ohio chemical disaster. And and then all of a sudden I started seeing people go, you know why this Ohio chemical disaster is going out there? It's because they're trying to distract us from the Epstein document release. And I'm like, what's what's happening here? So more than one thing can't happen at the same time. Yeah. Like, what's the big uh, what's the we big fucking. Yeah. We can't pay attention to more than one thing at a time. Yeah. It seems crazy to me. Yeah. What up, Jay Sabs? I saw you pop in, but then you you turned your camera off. So I assumed you were. No, I'm doing stuff. OK, I'm uh... doing stuff. So, you know. For your other podcast, you are there. You are. There we go. Hi, yeah, for my other podcast, right? <laughs> I wish. What? No. Jay Sabs, are you going to help Ohio out in any way, shape, or form? You're ver- you are our fundraiser. You're the gal who puts it all together. Um, Darren, I can't think of a clever joke right now for that. Yeah. Insert um, joke here. Yeah, insert. <laughs> she said. Now, let's mean, bring up. Let's bring up Chris Cuomo. There's plenty to joke around about there. Oh, All right, what would this guy do now? Fucking Chris Cuomo goes on Anthony Scaramucci's show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have you a like show? That name? Some... What? You like that name, don't you? Scaramucci. You, you want, yeah, you wanted to say that. All right, I saw it in your face. Scaramucci. Scaramucci. Mm-hmm. He could do the Fandango. Thank you. Um, wow. <laughs> anyway he goes on there and he's talking about like what happened to him and how he got fired and everything and he says literally and i quote here i was going to kill everybody even myself uh he admitted that he was straight up shit canned by cnn and said i was going to kill everybody even myself he went on to say that italians are passionate people we are a while he had to come to accept what happened to him 
guy's a fucking crazy person. I mean, I hope he's using hyperbole. I'm sure he was exaggerating. I hope. I hope. I'm playing devil's advocate here. It's hyperbole, but you know when somebody uses hyperbole and you're like, there's a lot of truth behind that hyperbole. That's true. It's a truth perbole, to be honest. Truth perbole, yeah. Those are weird. You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I've been fired from places I never thought. I'm going to go back there and kill everybody. I just thought, thank God I don't have to see those fucking people ever again. Oh, yeah. It's a huge relief. Just <laughs> you, you walk out and then you go, oh, I don't have to go back in there ever again. That is great. <laughs> That honestly that is the best feeling in the world. Yeah, for a second, you're like, oh, shit. Right. And then you go, exactly. wait a second. Exactly. This is great. All right. Oh, so, yeah, so he's God. a nut. You're like, I'm finally going to have a good Wednesday. This is going to be fan-fucking-tastic. I'm trying yeah, to think if I ever felt, if I ever said that. Not, um, no, I think... Maybe I've said that about the people I still worked with, not left just yet. If that makes sense. Nope. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at my nails. I like meaning um, that you're going to kill the people that you work with. Right. Like, yeah. oh, hope she gets hit by a bus. Not like, fuck you all, I'm going home. It's, very, it's very few and far between that you can find a workplace that you genuinely enjoy. Like, I can tell you, honestly, I've had two in my lifetime. Hmm. One of them's happening now. <laughs> and the right. other one was the first job out of college. I worked for two guys that were really, really nice. Bought me lunch every day. Didn't take much the lunch every day, but it was That's nice. 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 That was it. Most of my other working experiences... Believe me when I tell you, and yes, I'm referring to the radio days, completely fucking miserable. Well, it's just like, okay, you know how they say nowadays it's very hard to get like a good worker? Right. It is. It, it is hard because I'd say most of the people that you encounter don't want to do their job or hate it, or they just do the bare minimum. But I do say this. If you want a good worker, you have to have a good workplace, meaning it's, I think it's very simple. The concept is very simple. You want people to come to work and you want them to do a good job. And you also want them to have a good time. You do. Cause guess what? That's what they want to do too. They don't want to come to work and they don't want to be miserable. So there's a lot of like little things and little perks you can do to make your employees want to come to work and enjoy coming to work. But so many people fuck it up. It's it's amazing, like just like little tweaks in there, but uh, I don't know. So why you know we get you get all these, um, you know, when people come in and they do like the uh, the the they talk to the 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 employees and they do like a, you know, this is how you get a more be a more efficient worker and do all the all these tricks. They never talk to the owners and say this is how you can improve the lives of the workers. Well. That's actually not true. Well, it depends. It depends on who you hire to do that because we actually, my last job, we had an outside HR company. (laughs) As you know, there was no HR person there. Mm -hmm. There couldn't be. I worked there. And they mentioned to my boss certain things that he could do to make people like to come to work. And he just didn't listen. 
Oh, good. And to deal with him. He, he honestly, he, they were originally hired. So the two, um, the two people underneath him, not in bed, just like underneath him, like the two managers could deal with him because they did not know how to deal with him. Yeah. I know. And that's, it's crazy. Like they would have, and this is going to sound sick. This is, they would have therapy sessions with these people. <laughs> that's at least trying. At least Weekly. that's trying something. You yeah, know, but putting in some kind of effort. Lost cause because hmm. number one, nobody trusted this company at all. They were like, we're not saying, because they would tell me, we're not saying anything about uh, the owner because it's going to get back to him. Right. And two, uh, he just didn't listen to them. So it didn't work. You ha- you really do. You have to make it an enjoyable workplace, and it's very easy to do. But, but people just don't want to do it. They don't. Unless you work with me, then it's always enjoyable. You Until know- HR pokes their head in. Right. I will say this. I'm not kidding you. I won't say anything good about myself, really. I am one of the best people to work with. I am one of the most... <laughs> I am. I mean, just hanging out with you, you probably, at the very least, you get a free salad. <laughs> that was my school days, not... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I am. Frank and I have very different opinions on this, but go ahead. I'd love to hear yours. <laughs> I mean... Well, make it an enjoyable workplace. <laughs> I mean, you're always on time. <laughs> No, I tell you, I, before your time is up, I I would love to to work. Janine and I actually did a commercial shoot. We didn't really talk about this. I don't think we did. We did a commercial shoot once, and it was a blast. It was fun. I had a good time. She was she was fun to work with. She made it a, a fun, happy. Thank atmosphere. you. See, I feel that you have yes, get your job done, but have fun. So yeah. how come we haven't seen any of that stuff here? Oh, <laughs> I make no. it fun, Frank. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about like uh, you guys worked together. It was a great experience. Blah blah blah. Like, you, what was the what was what happened? What was the experience? Oh, well, Frank, we... I'm just fun to work with. I can't explain it. We had right. we shot a commercial, and Janine was like the spokesperson, if you will. And we can't talk. I mean, we can't. We'll we'll talk about it one day, I'm sure. But we can't really. Did the commercial ever air? Hmm? Yeah. Did. All right. So yeah, what can you talk about? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was just like a thing. All right. We well, signed something. We well, I had to make everybody who worked on the commercial with us sign something too. Like, sorry about the sexual harassment. Apologize for the the. Uh, <laughs> The, the sexual in nature jokes. Yeah. 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 You're famous for those. Yeah. <laughs> a nipple popped out at one point. Uh, not Janine's, mine. She pulled my shirt up like this in front of the whole crew. It was pretty And then I went like this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The old transistor. A lot of apologies. A lot of apologies. But anyway, we, we, we sold a couple products, I guess. I don't know. That's good. All right, um, what's next? Chris Cuomo. He, all right. What's That was it. We did Chris Cuomo. He's fucking yeah. batshit crazy. Oh, and then he goes like this. He admits, because he's got a show on, I don't even know what the hell it's called. 
uh, News Nation, which is like the new, I think it's the new, okay. So you got, let's put Fox here, CNN here. Then you have Newsmax here. Then you have MSNBC here. Then you have OAN here. And you have News Nation here. I think that's the scale. Really? Is News Nation all the way left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, okay. Nobody's watching it and they don't give a shit. So anyway, but he goes, he admits on this, on the Scaramucci show that nobody's watching his new show. <laughs> he fucking said it. Hey, he's honest about that at least. I could not believe my ears when I heard the clip. Um, he said he said it's kind of embarrassing going from CNN to a channel that people just don't watch. Oh, oh that's not good. Yeah, you, know, you don't say that about the channel you're working for. Yeah, which you know what the thing is about this, and I'm sorry, but you know it it's not the channel, it's you. They brought you in to to bring the channel up. And you haven't done it. It ain't the channel's fault. It is your fault. Well, what's Sorry. he supposed to? Yeah, what's he supposed to do? I don't know, but do something fucking interesting. Here's the problem. Maybe he's doing what he used to do on CNN on this new channel, and nobody gave a shit because everybody was just tuned into CNN because it was CNN. They weren't mm. really coming for you. You know, they were coming because you were on CNN. Now you go over there with your little CNN stick, and it's not working. Well, guess what? Do something different. Time to update your stick. Yeah. Update your stick. Anyway, he's a fucking... I can't stand him. And blaming things on being Italian and everything. He's fucking Fredo. And I wish he would just go away already. <laughs> you know? That's the God's eye. I'm Italian. We're passionate people. Yeah, but we don't threaten to kill people. Not all of us. <laughs> you know? My brother has done that before. Well, that's because somebody got in his way of betting on 22 at the roulette table. That's understandable. You could lose yeah. your shit over that. He's not uh, even Italian. Yeah, yes, he is. He's half Italian. Well, I think we're more Italian than anything else. So even though he uh, doesn't look at it, neither do I. That feels like a lie, right? That's true. Yeah. No, I know you're saying it's true, but it still feels like a lie, doesn't it, Frank? <laughs> my mother. Everything. My mother's full Italian. Oh. My mother. Gabagol. How'd she go for your father with that accent from God knows where? I still don't understand it. I don't even know. Yeah. All right, what's after Chris Cuomo? We lost the great Raquel Welsh. R.I.P. Legend. Absolute legend. Damn titties are a legend. Yeah, you know, you forget how hot some of these ladies were back in the day because you kind of see them now. She was pretty hot. You you (laughs) forgot. I I didn't forget. forget. Whacked off to her last week. Honestly, <laughs> I still don't think she's as hot as Gina Lola Brigida, and I still don't think she's as hot yeah. as what's her Nobody, name. Nobody still, we don't know who that is. You're terrible. Well, what's the uh, what's the one that was in uh, <clears throat> Grumpy Old Men? I don't know, oh. but and Margaret and okay. Margaret, but uh, no, Raquel Welch back it's in the day. Life. What? Is she still alive? And Margaret? And Margaret's still with us, I think. I don't know. And Margaret, Epstein Island. Just saying. No, stop it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. You gotta, you gotta stop with that. People are gonna take you seriously. <laughs> um, Mork and Mindy. Seinfeld. 
Yeah, I mean, everybody, we, we just want to talk about Seinfeld. I mean, one of the greatest bit characters on Seinfeld ever. <laughs> she, I don't she remember her on Seinfeld at all. What? She doesn't swing her arms. She walks and doesn't swing her arms. She oh, dances, okay. Tap dances. Now that you said swing. that, I get it. Which was so brilliant because I actually recently came across somebody who does that, and it is so uncomfortable. To look it's at. a weird Ooh. thing to say. It is quite bizarre. Yeah. Quite like bizarre. she's carrying invisible luggage. <laughs> now i swear to god when you said frank texas said raquel welch died i don't know why who's the gymnast that was famous that was the on the gymnast. wheaties box the wheaties boxes and everything uh the short girl yes with the short hair with the short hair she was in scrooge oh yeah what the heck is her name what was her name? She's not Kornikova. No. She's something, though. I don't know why, but I thought it was her. I got to look her up now. What? I go, oh, the, the gymnast died? And then I'm like, oh, wait, Raquel Wells, you idiot. <laughs> what the heck is her name? What's her name? The friggin' Mary Lou Retton. Thank you. Ah, Mary Lou Retton. Very good. Wow. Aaron C in the chat. How do you confuse Raquel Welsh with Mary Lou Retton? I have no idea. Apparently you do. But in Lots my head, alcohol. they were the same person for a little while. No good. No. no. Fantastic Voyage, I think, was her big, uh, that big movie. The one where she's on the poster in uh, Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Who was that? Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. No Remember the poster he dug the hole through in Shawshank? Right. So that was the Raquel Welch poster. That's right. For yeah, she did fantastic a voyage. And she, you know, she worked. I mean, she it was a lot more TV stuff in the later days, but she did a lot. Yeah, no, she was. Uh, she never stopped. Her last two, her last uh, credits were 2017, so five years ago. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Considering her first credit was 1964. Yeah. Damn. That's something. Good we for weren't her. Even a, we weren't even a thought. Right. Tons R. of R. stuff, P. though. Mikhail's Navy, Bewitched, like you said, Fantastic Voyage. Um, A lot of modeling and stuff that she did. She was uh, she's everywhere. Yeah. Sad. Sad to see her go. Yep. She will no longer move her hands where she's going. Would she die from? She had uh, an illness. It didn't say in the in any of the reports. It just said, uh, well, the ones I saw, um, a short illness. Like she she didn't have it very long, and she was eighty two. I guess it's just I don't know what it was though. I don't know if they said. Mm. I've okay. seen itis is what she died from. Just to clarify, stop it. Oh. Jerk. <laughs> um, did Anne Margaret date Elvis? I think so. I'm going to give you a very strong maybe on that. Yeah. No help. I'm pretty sure she did, and she was in or around Priscilla's time. Priscilla's still, Priscilla's still going. I forget what the timeline was. She was either like right before Priscilla or right after Priscilla. But yes, Anne, Margaret, and Priscilla were a thing for sure. Anne, Margaret, and Priscilla? And and that would have been sorry. That was my fantasy <laughs> uh, kind of coming out. All right, a little Freudian slip. 
Uh, Katie Nolan is out at Apple TV. Katie Nolan is a sports broadcaster. Um, if you don't know who she is, that's nope. why she's fired. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> and um, she's out at Apple TV. She was on. She's on MSG. She's on a lot of local New York sports stuff. She's had a ton of TV shows. Um, Apple's doing the MLB broadcast now. They're going to do a bunch of games this upcoming season, and they're revamping their broadcast booth. So they've gotten rid of her. But it kind of made me think, like, this girl, like, all I know Katie Nolan for now is whatever gig she just got fired from. Like, all she does is get gigs and lose them shortly thereafter. Hmm. What is that about? I don't know, but it made me think of you, Frank, because you always talk about this. This is the thing that pisses Frank off of a lot, because this happens in radio all the this. time. No, but it's the truth. You say this all the time. It happens in radio. Somebody gets a job in radio, then they get fired, and then they immediately get hired somewhere else because they just got fired from the previous place. And it's kind of like, well, if you were really good, wouldn't a radio station want to hold on to you? Yet those radio people tend to hire more of those people that have been fired from 19 places rather than well, go with somebody good from the inside or from somewhere else. Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those uh, radio, It's a very, especially if you... If you concentrated to like a small area radio is a, a small industry because there's not a lot of people in each station and there aren't a lot of stations so it's you're dealing with a couple of hundred people within mm. a small area so when someone leaves one place they immediately go to the next place and they're all in the same it's like a revolving door for all these little places and eventually you end up working at the same place twice for the most part mm. so okay. it's a weird little community but congrats, Bird. Got a new job. <clears throat> Quit her night job. Very good. Oh, sweet. Way to go. I like any any situation where you can devote more time to the podcast. That's exactly. that's a good situation. Woo! Beautiful. Starts tomorrow. Good. Ow! Go. Good luck. Very nice. Mm. Ow! If you need any HR tips, Bird, uh, JSAB said she will make herself available. I can definitely help you out. Yeah. yeah, and she could also tell your boss how to make the place better to work at. Mm -hmm. This is true. I did. I did help him with certain things. In fact, I organized all of my company's outings and special events. Thank you. There you nice. go. <clears throat> Those are fun. I, I like working at. We should do outings. The, this company, right. the AOA company, right, should have more outings. Yeah, we had one more... PDQ. <laughs> yeah. And you weren't even there. I wasn't even there, right? <laughs> and we should do like more team building events. We should get the sales team in on it, and uh, and the uh, the interns and whoever else, all the all the, the people that work for the for the show. A homeless guy tied we up. Are, in in my other words, basement. in other words, our wives and husband. Right. We are severely lacking. Right. All right. Can I just go? Because I'm I'm sorry, but can we just talk about this? No. She, know what it is? This is Katie Nolan. I'm a little obsessed with this, but uh, you guys got to bear with me at this. Um, Sorry, who? She was, she was, okay. She, she started a blog called Bitches Can't Hang in 2011. This Katie Nolan. Ooh. She became part of the Fox Sports Yard Barker Network. I've heard of that. Okay. Then... She joined Fox Sports One as a digital correspondent for Crowd Goes Wild. Okay. Which was a, if you remember that show, it was hosted by Regis Philbin after he left the Regis and Kathy Lee uh, 
or whatever the other ago. one was. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Rich. Yeah. Yep. She hosted a show called No Filter with Katie Nolan. Then she um, appeared as a panelist on the nightly show with Larry Wilmore, which was on Comedy Central. That was like Larry Wilmore followed. Uh, who's the guy we were just talking about on Comedy Central? That did John Daily Stewart. Show. John Stewart. Followed John Stewart for a while. Uh, then she did a show called Garbage Time with Katie Nolan. Uh, a lot of shows. Yeah. Then she began hosting NFL films. Then she went to ESPN and she did, she was a panelist on Highly Questionable. She's on the Dan Liebetard uh, show. Um, then she started doing podcasts on ESPN, got fired from that. Um, she's been a frequent contributor to Comedy Central's Drunk History. Wow. And then she, oh, she did Always Late on ESPN, which got canceled in 2020, and she announced her departure from ESPN altogether in 2021. Like, all this girl does is fail on shows. Does she want to do this show for, like, a month? Yeah, I would love to just talk to her and be like, what's, are you, like, are you, what's, I get it. A pretty girl who does sports. I understand the appeal to that, but she it never sticks. I don't I don't I don't know why though. Why not? And then it's like Apple TV's got baseball. Who should we get to go on it? I know Katie Nolan. She lasted one season and now she's gone. I don't understand why people keep going back to the old Katie Nolan. Well, I don't know. Doesn't make any I sense. Do not know. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't. I've never heard of Katie Nolan until you just brought her up. So. Okay. Me either. Never. I'll tell you what I'd love to do is get Katie Nolan on that Chris Cuomo show and see what happens. Maybe he'll finally she'll That'd kill that for finally. Yeah. Um, Chris Stapleton. They asked Chris Stapleton uh, what he thought about the Eagles coach crying during his um, performance. Yeah. Of the national anthem. And he's like, I can't watch that. Yes. Ah. <laughs> so he said, I can't watch it. And then he kind of rebounded with like, I don't like to watch my own performances, but they asked him about the crying specifically. Oh, okay. So he's like, I can't watch. Yeah, he's like, I can't watch my performances. I still can't believe that son of a bitch. I believe that's where the Eagles lost the game. Probably. Was in the fact that they had a huge wuss for a coach. Sack of tears running the the team. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You didn't see Andy Reid crying on the other side. All you saw was barbecue sauce dripping from his lips. That guy knows how to fucking coach. That's what you want to see in your coach. Exactly. So that's a continual embarrassment for whatever the hell the head coach of the Eagles name is. You know, but he, I felt bad, though, because he kind of goes, he's like, listen, it was emotional. It was my first Super Bowl. I got there. All these dreams come true. Yeah, but you just, you force those feelings down, my you're man. Suck them up. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, don't you let that shit out. cry when you win. After yeah. you win, you cry. Or if, if you, you lose. Exactly. Because now all that will ever be around for the rest of your life on the internet will be you fucking, a gif of you crying at the beginning of the game. You think it's bec- he's going to become a meme if he hasn't already? Oh, he's he's already he was a bro. He was a meme before they kicked the football off. <laughs> oh, really? <Okay? laughs> that shit was already flying around the internet. Him crying, yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl, right? you listen. You can't be emotional in football. I know we're accepting and there's everybody no crying loves everybody. in football. There's no crying in football. Thank you. Tampa, You're allowed to cry. Here, here you go. I'm gonna make you feel like a jerk, Rhoda. 
I tear up because I lost friends in the military. You see? So you're allowed to cry. Maybe that's why he was crying. Did they ask him why he was crying? He said because of the... Mm-hmm. Because it's his dream come true? That, no, that they was... asked him. He said, because I, my father and I, we always dreamed about this moment, and here it finally came to fruition. All right, pussy. Like, you know, swallow it down. You know what I mean? Okay, crying because you lost friends in the military. That makes sense to me. That is a real legitimate reason to get emotional <laughs> during the anthem. Not because you had some dreams. <laughs> I can't imagine. If we were, you know, we were playing hockey, we made it to the championship game, where we looked over, we saw our coach crying. And be like, uh, this guy leading us into the yeah to the championship here. What's going on? We don't be like we we just bought into his fired up speech in the locker room. This is all a fraud. <laughs> Look at Paul Paul's answer. <laughs> right, episode three, not episode. Which one he did wa- you say was said, Anthony? He watched it in the locker room. Did you see that last episode when I said episode five was more sad than episode three? No, I'm up to we're up to episode five. We just watched four last night. Okay, then okay, I won't ruin it. You can't weigh in yet, but I would love to get Both your very opinion. sad. Both. I hate sad. that I even brought this up ahead. I would love for you to just go in cold because now you're gonna unfair. I've tainted the the sample. That's no, true. I don't think so because um because I said it was uh, the the third one was sad and you still cried for ten minutes. Yeah, so doesn't matter. Okay. I wasn't like I wasn't like Frank's such a pussy. <laughs> no, but I'm saying five is more emotional. And so you you think a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I thought it was. I thought it was even more emotional. Mm, guess we'll see. Yeah, let me know when you're gonna watch it because I want to know right away what you think. Oh, well, <laughs> doesn't look like she's watching it tonight. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it. Um, during the Super Bowl, we saw a promo for the new Sphere in Las Vegas. This is a new state of the art arena that the MSG company is building wow. in Las Vegas, and it is a giant circle. You want to take a stab at what the cost of this thing is right now at this point with all the construction things that have gone on in the last two or three years since they've been building it? State of the art. I'm assuming there's some kind of Gajillions. hologram technology they're throwing in there, probably yep. all that shit. Yep. I would say 100 mil. $2.2 billion. <laughs> yep. Okay. It is the, it's the most sophisticated thing I've ever heard of. Okay, so you sit in there and it is just a sphere and the screen goes around, goes entirely around you. How many people are sitting in there? Uh, 17,500 people. So, so it's like a dome? The same like crowd big... that you would get for like a game at Madison Square Garden. Mm. Roughly the same numbers. Okay, so I'm picturing like you picture Madison Square Garden, take the <clears> whole <throat> the roof off of it and make it a huge like a dome. Is that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And okay. it's a big, it's a big fat circle. That's what she a said. Circle. Yeah, I'll see if I can get a picture of it for you. Wait, one thing that TD Freelancer said. After watching this show, you should watch the full video game. The storylines are a bit different, though cool as well. Um, the roommate played this game. Okay, don't say anything to me, please. I can't have spoilers. Oh, no, yeah, there's no spoilers. Stuff. No, I'm, I was just going to say, he's watched it, so he he says he knows what's going to happen if they stick yeah, to Yeah, that's not good. If mm. they stick to the game, yeah. Right. Yeah, they tend not to. Right. Uh, plus, is... if it the game could end in, like, you know, after the first season, then they could continue. Okay, there it is. doesn't look like it would fit. That's pretty so, cool. 
Seventeen. It looks like the sphere from uh, from Epcot Center. Right. That's right. What I was picturing. Yeah. I mean, essentially. Let's see if we got some more pictures of it. The inside is super interesting. Uh, what they're doing, but you can see like the outside is going to have a screen on it too, and that's going to change. Oh, that's right. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous what they're talking about this this thing uh doing oh sorry i realize you guys can't see what i'm seeing sorry hold on let me fix that always see is the home page there um thanks aunt sorry here's their instagram you could see like you see this little thing here see like the outside the outside yeah the outside right that's the outside could you imagine the fucking inside what that's gonna be like and i mean look at this trying to 164,000 speakers damn I think they could have gotten away with 163,000. That, that might be me. This that's is my you, husband's wet dream. This is why you can't. This is why you can't think big, Frank. That's what's yeah. your problem right there. That's true, I guess. Uh, they're calling it 4D experiences, infrared sound, haptic seats. So the whole thing is like the the sound comes from underneath you. Ooh. You know, so it's like this crazy like 360 experience and everything and. Um, Try to visualize the inside because uh, would you say seventeen thousand people? Yeah. So picture it. It's like um, it's not like the garden where you're just all sitting in a circle. Like the seats are going up like a theater. On like on like one half of it. That's what that's from the early renderings. For what I remember, that's what it was. And so like the whole thing is like in front of you. So even though there's going to be stuff behind you, it's going to be a lot of crowd. But it'll be above you and all around you. It's this crazy fucking so like an thing. IMAX movie theater where everybody's facing the same way, just surrounded by this circle thing. But, but even bigger, like bigger right. than any IMAX theater you've ever been in, you know. Cool. Um, Let's go, we, baby. Is it up and running or no? So they say it's going to open in September. Two of the executives who are running it have already left. The lovely James Dolan has stepped in to take over the project because that's MSG's his company. So GD. people are, are a little concerned they're not going to make it by september's opening date but He's they announced that facial recognition stuff in there yeah i know right they announced that you too will be the ones who open the venue you want to take a guess at how much they're paying you two to open oh, this God. place oh uh, I'll, I'll stick with my earlier guess 100 mil 2.2 billion dollars Damn! get the fuck out no, of here i'm just kidding <laughs> okay um u2 is on epstein's island though no, stop it. Point is, I knew you were going to say that. Ooh. Yep. Uh, Ten million dollars is what they're giving to you two Damn. to open up this, like enough. this venue, and it's only like a handful of shows. I don't even know. I think they said twelve shows, so it's roughly Damn. almost a million dollars a show. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. That is. Crazy. I mean, think about seventeen. You have to make up a million dollars in seventeen thousand. 500 tickets how each night though each night but they're yeah. they're making 10 million dollars so, for the 12 shows let's do a little math here we got uh, 1 million divided by 17,000 17,500 mm. it's only 58 dollars a ticket is that right mm, that doesn't seem right Mm. One million divided by seven. What was it? Seventeen fifty. Yeah, seventeen thousand five hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's fifty-seven dollars and change. Oh, it's not that bad then. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so this is fine. That's pretty good. 
<laughs> so what are we talking about? <laughs> it just—it just seems fucking crazy to cut these people a check for ten million dollars for fucking twelve days of work. Yeah, well, that's—I'm the, sure they're not getting a hundred percent of the ticket price. They have to also pay the people that work there and and whatever the hell. That, that is true. Yeah, that is true. And I'm sure the snacks and drinks are going to be like twenty dollars a soda. Yeah. Dang. Well, you know what they're saying—that they were supposed to put a corporate sponsor on this thing. That's, that, so that's, this is the rumor going around. They're supposed to get a corporate sponsor for the sphere, and they can't sell it, and they need that to offset the price of the ticket. Because that's, that's the other price. thing too. They can't sell that. You don't want to just break even. You want to make a profit off of these shows. You know what I'm sure. saying? So they've got it. When you think about, okay, it's fifty-seven dollars a ticket, but it's really probably a hundred and fifty dollars a ticket at minimum because you got to put the damn lights on. Mm. You have to yeah, pay the employees of the place. I'm talking 50, whatever I said before, is just to pay the band. Just to pay the band. The rest, yeah. you have to make up a lot more than that. A lot more than that. Yeah. You have to pay the people that work there, <clears throat> the people that run the whole thing, the owners, whoever is making profit. Yeah, it's going to be like 200 300 $400. Plus, you, I'm sure I'm sure tickets are going to go for in the thousands for like to get up close or whatever. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, here's a couple interesting things. I mean, this is some, some, something that they're kind of falling short on. They thought they would be doing between 400 and 500 movie screenings a year, and they're going to fall well short of, of those early estimates. They're going to show a lot less movies, but what's it? I don't know. They didn't really say. Okay. Probably because they don't have a corporate sponsor to go in there and fill the void. I see. Um, because they were here, they were estimating four to five hundred film screenings, attracting three to four million customers, uh, with seats priced only around fifty dollars. By comparison, the sphere expects to only host between forty and eighty live concerts, uh, said a source who uh repre- who saw a presentation uh from the MSG company. So far fewer shows than they expected. But here's what's interesting as far as the movies go, obviously they could put any movie on there. But they reached out to Darren Aronofsky, who's a very critically acclaimed filmmaker. Requiem for a Dream, Black Swan was Aronofsky. Uh, he's the one who was behind The Whale and bringing us back the lovely uh, Brendan Fraser. They reached out to him to make a film specifically for this type of a venue. And he's got to shoot that in 16k with these new like high resolution 16k cameras that's a lot of k that's a lot of k my friend but when you want to that much k when you want to see i'm like i'm like jsab's roommate i have an erection right now talking about this like this could be a bigger fucking thrill for me k it means a thousand of oh the pixels peas Piece? Yeah, we had 1080p. That was 1K. You keep doubling it up every time you get a K. Write it yeah. off what? <laughs> I don't know, but they're, they're the, the ones writing piece. it off. Uh, 32-year-old in the news today, never been kissed. I found this to be quite interesting of a story. Well, then oh, no. they've never been either, right? Unless, you know, you go to a... You know, unless this guy goes to a a worker... Of the night, it is oh. a it is Sometimes a lady. How about that? Ah, lady. Okay, mm-hmm. never been mm-hmm. kissed. Well, I guess I I have a feeling after this story comes out, there's gonna be 
people like I, i'll you know how would i get you well is it by choice or is it i mean do we know what the story is yes yeah, so spoiler alert she has been kissed oh there you go and now like but she's telling the story 32 years old her name is alora she's from rochester new york she and i found it to be interesting because here's the thing remember we talked about guys and consent and all that kind of stuff and the perception of the world that is put on like young men and women and kids and all that kind of stuff she says that she presumed that women were meant to be pursued and that there would be some sort of meet cute that would happen sort of this like princess fantasy scenario where her like prince charming would come and there would be this magical thing and then when that didn't happen she kind of assumed that something was wrong with her Mm. and then after a while when that never happened she said she lost trust in love and you know she started falling behind dating expectations and society weren't matching what she was kind of taught so she kind of focused her energy into her career and traveling around. And then the next thing you know, it was like 15 years went by and I never, you know, I never kissed anybody. Well, we have to see what she looks like. I mean, that's obviously question number one. I wonder how a story like this comes up. You think she just, (laughs) one day she goes up, you know what? I'm 32 and I know I'm going to call the newspaper and tell them all about it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, how does that even, I mean, it had to be she's talking about it to someone. Someone overhears it and says, oh, I'd like to, hey, uh, Missy, I'd like to write a story about that. You know, it's like, what What do we, how does that even come up? Hey there, Dame, you've got a nice little story there. Uh, you yeah. know, I think this comes up, honestly, most of the time. She's friends of a friend who works in the media. Yeah, yeah that, that could be. And they go, you got to hear about this fucking girl. She's, you know, I swear to God, she's, you know, 32, never kissed a guy. So then she never had sex, definitely. No, of course not. Well, again. Well, she was on Epstein's Island, though. Coincidentally. Stop it. Mm. You stop it. Um, yeah. And then so she's then when she like tried to start like dating and she would like tell people like a lot of people were kind of like, like, if you're on a date with somebody 32 and you're like, oh, by the way, I've never kissed anybody. What would you think? I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Check. Yeah. Like, you went out with Newman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Newman, yeah, stop seeing her. Yeah, I don't know. It dep- you know, I, I would, I would be like, oh, that's. I'd be like, that's surprising, right? Uh, is, there's got to be a, maybe a story behind that. Is what's, and if it's that story, it's all yeah, right. I mean, you just you focused on your career. You not you weren't into dating, and then when you no thirty two is, you know, then you, you hear stuff like forty year old version. You know, yeah, thirty two is not terrible terrible i guess oh frank it is it is it's not you know if you if you're okay with it i mean if she's a is she like is she like no i need to or is she like i'm okay with it it well, ain't good she, she kept trying and that but that's the thing though like your expectations get all kind of out of whack you know like you don't really know what you're even looking for if you've been giving this idea of like Prince Charming is going to come down from the heavens and birds are going to fly and chirp around you as, as he gives right. you a kiss. Well, that seems, you know, a little. And when you have like a halfway decent person take you out for a nice meal, treat you nice, and like go to give you a kiss goodnight, and you're like, no, this isn't it. You're, you're fucked up. Yeah. But wait, I mean, 
if if you're thinking that that is what's going to happen, I mean, that's where do you? She was. That was my thing. It just seems like a little, a little uh, far fetched, you know. So yeah, uh, that's what bad parenting, my friend. Somebody stuck yeah, her in front of uh, whenever Miss Rachel was around thirty years ago, and that's how we got here today. You know, I worry about people like this. I, by the way, I've known several people that have next to no like dating life or experience. Oh, and you just look at them and you go, I, "I'm worried about you." Like, what's the problem? Get out there. If, that, if is that like by choice or is it like they just haven't met anybody? Because if they're like happy the way they are and they don't want to date and they don't want to meet people, well, that's what it is. Some of them, you look at them and you go, no, that makes sense. I get it. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's can bear being with you. You know one of Rough. the people. Sure. You know one of the people. I think I know what we're talking about. Um, But some people, like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of different, it's a lot of different reasons. But again, I worry about, like, listen, if you, if you, if you infrequently date or it's been years since you date, like, those are, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have, never dated never put themselves out like some people don't date because they dated and they had these horrific experiences and then they just never go back right right i worry about those people too because i think you should find somebody to share your life with i think that's really important but i understand where you're coming from there are some people that i know that have never even taken the leap never done never even gone out one-on-one with someone and yeah Mm. and it's like boy i mean oh so then their story kicks the crap out of this story. Yeah. And, and I also do know, like a, a couple of those people, like I do know, like they've, I've kind of seen them with somebody every now. Like, I don't know if it was a, I don't know how far they've gone sexually. Not that that matters, but <laughs> you know, it is part of this overall thing of like, why can't you find a way to share your life with somebody? Mm. You know, yeah, people are, mm. listen, people are mysteries, know. you know, Everybody, everybody has their own path, right? To chart across. You're a man. You're a woman. You're a woman who used to be a man. You're a man. Like all that, you find your happiness in life. But I think that one thing is stone cold true, is that you have got to find somebody to share your life with. Like, and that's not going to last for your entire life. For a lot of people, some of them are going to lose. You know, you, you, your husband dies, your wife dies, you know, shit's going to happen, divorces, all that stuff is going to happen. But for at least a little while, you have got to share your life with somebody. I just don't people, think human beings can last without I get that. It. I know what you mean, but I, there are people out there who devote their lives to, you know, you know, they have their friends and they're happy like that. They have their, maybe they do charity work and that's what, that's their outlet to meet people and to, to to share experiences and they, you know, they, they put themselves into their work and some people are happy being single and doing their own thing. And, you know, maybe that's, you know, that's good for them if they're happy doing that, you know? And listen, much like being a vegetarian, that can't last too long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For you, you know, for you and for me, but for a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I'm sure there are some people, that are just fine without you know i i know a couple of people that are like and i they've dated and whatever and i don't know too much about their history but they're like you know i'm happy with myself i'm happy you know do what i'm doing and i go i'm good i'm happy you're happy 
However, I feel like you would be even happier right. sharing your life with somebody. You know, because I don't know if there's a greater works, thrill in life. Because it works than, for you and it works for me and it works for a lot of people. You're right. Probably most people. But can I tell you where I think you and I are, are disagreeing here? I think no. it is a natural instinct in human beings to find connection yeah. in others. I guess, mm. yeah. I mean, but yeah, like I said, though, the, the people, some people like to find con that connection with friends or family. You know, it doesn't mean that they have to. There are some people who don't want to have a romantic partner. There are people that don't want, you know, are not looking for that. I'm sure there are people out there out of the seven and somewhat billion people. I'm sure there are a bunch that are like, I'm fine living and doing my living by myself, doing my own thing. I have my friends. I have my family. I go out, you know, have a social life. I just don't want, you know, anybody else in my world. I, there are people like that, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Listen, to we Christine. don't understand it because it's not our thing. But people do it, like, I'm sure. There's a lot of people who are asexual. Which right. oh, I don't even I don't even know how that could be. And people, I guess, that just uh, they just don't they're not into it. They just don't like, uh, you know, doing that. I guess it's everybody's different. Everybody's got their own, like you said, their own path. So some people have that path. I worry about those people. Okay uh, Christine, I know a husband and wife that live in separate homes, but they're married and take turns to which house to spend the night in. Okay. Yeah. That's certainly a bizarre one, but if it works Wait, for them, if they're in, if they're in separate homes, oh, they spend the night together. Wait, so they live in two homes? But they, they live in two homes, yeah. And then I guess not with each home. other, though. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, but every what? now and then they go and stay at the other ones. I kind of know. I know a couple of people that have significant others. They live maybe like an hour away, forty-five minutes away, and they see each other on the weekends or whatever, and like that kind of works for them. I'm not saying you got to be up the ass of the person that you're with, you know, like my wife and I are, but um, you got to have that person. And, you know, listen, sometimes it's a sibling, you know, cool. sometimes it's a friend, you know, that's important to have too. But I think those are all substitutes for finding somebody to be like, you know, maybe because when shit goes down and wrong, you need that's when you need that significant other the most, you know. Oh, absolutely, and that it works wonders for every for a lot of people, most yeah. of the world. But again, I feel like there are a few people. I don't. I'm not saying it's the majority, but there are some people that prefer to have their own world, their own stuff, and their own whatever, and they have their friends and they have their family. But maybe there are people out there that just don't want to do the whole relationship thing i, I don't know it's, it's a pain in the ass i'll tell you that relationships finding Whoa. people dating it's a pain uh, dating could be until Dating's you get that right person dating is like ugh. yeah but it's worth it i yeah. i think that i know right it must be oh i hated dating oh wait <laughs> i think the juice is worth the squeeze you know uh you know even though it could be a big pain in the ass to do Always good to go out there and find that significant other. But but again, I know, like I said, one or two people that literally never tried out of the gate, just never oh. ever tried, and yep. it feels like I don't and they know. have no interest in trying. 
I never really talked. Well, one of them, you know, I can't stand him. I wouldn't fucking talk to them about it anyway. But um, the other person, I don't know. Hmm. I'm also close to, I don't want to say who it is, the other person, but I worry about, like, I, I'm too embarrassed to ask him about it now. Like, Wait, like, you I'm trying to still talk to them? Yeah, one one of the one of the people. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying I know to think them. Of the person, I'm trying to think of the person that you and I know, and I, I, I don't know. I don't think we think of the same person. But uh, you tell me off the air who it is. No, I'll put it in the chat for you right now. We work. Yeah. We worked in the same industry, so <laughs> does that narrow it down for you? It does. But if we think of the, if we think of the same person, then this person was the person I'm thinking of was married and has a kid. Mm-mm. Okay, then I don't. It was in the same industry as us, and I do not like them. Oh, I know who it is. Oh. I know who it is before you even said it. I was thinking really? of this person. That's interesting. And then there's the other person, which is why I don't want to say exactly who it is. <clears throat> I only got the. Uh, oh, got it. I worry about them, you know, because you're kind of like, what are you, what are you doing? Find somebody to just, right? You know. How do you not take that leap? And like me, old, uh, uh, other, his younger sibling, older sibling, you know, other if people. If they're happy, you, you know. Maybe. I mean, if they're if they're not happy and they're looking for someone and they just can't find someone, that's different. But if, if they're like satisfied and like, I don't want that, then that's what the, that's what it is. You know what kills me mm-hmm. is I, I'll never know. Are they really happy? Or are they just putting that right. out there, right? And I'll and we'll, and you'll ne- there's no way of knowing. You'll just never that, know. I think one of these people you're you're you could talk to. No, I could. I just can't share feelings with people. It's tough. Got it. I mean, you're not an Eagles coach. <laughs> Unless they come on the podcast, it's easy to do it here. When you're just face to face with somebody in real life, it's unless horrifying. You were, unless you were coaching the Eagles. What if no, they start crying like, right. and they want a hug? I, I'm not going to be able to. All right. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I've said before, like 10 times a day, I think about calling my parents and telling how much I love them. I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. But I have wow. no problem admitting that on this show. You know, it's just so much easier here. You just, you gotta, you gotta open up a little more, dude. You just gotta. Yeah. Just get tamper it all down though. Like the Eagles coach should have done. It's not healthy. You got you to gotta let it out sometimes. Uh, DMB challenge update. Let's talk about this. All right. So the song I'm working on is Satellite. Well, start from the beginning. We no, said we, the beginning. we said you were shitting on <laughs> you were shitting on Dave Matthews. And I said he's a really good guitar player. And you probably can't play his stuff. So then. You were like, oh, I could do it. Let me just say this too, Frank. Oh I'm shocked at you. And I said this shocked? to you in the chat. Yeah, because I go, you're like, what song? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me give you a couple. And you're like, All right, how many do I have to learn? And I'm in my mind. I'm like, I don't know. You want to learn like two or three? And you're like, one. I'm like, okay. How long do you need? Like a week or whatever? And you're like, I need like three weeks. I was shocked. I, can I just tell people, I have seen Frank walk into a music store. The di- there's a difference, though. The difference, Hold on. Yeah. Having never seen this man for the 30-some-odd years I know him play a violin, I've seen him walk into a music store, pick up a violin, and start playing riffs of fucking violin rock songs and shit like that. Like, 
he is a virtuoso and he mm. sat there and I feel like you're sandbagging me and the audience for that matter. Sand- what do you mean? I'm sandbagging you like you're giving yourself all this extra time when you know you can do it. There's almost no challenge. No, like, I'm I shocked can't. to hear you need this much time. Well, here's the thing. I what? how long has it been now? A week? It's been uh, probably over a week, I'll a little over it. a week. Yeah, I picked out. up the guitar and tried maybe twice. So I, it's not out of, I said three, two or three weeks, not out of, it's going to take me that long. I said it out of laziness and out of, <laughs> I'm barely going to try. You take a lot of naps these days. I mean, how am I, I do how take much? naps? Naps are wonderful. Okay. It was 11 days ago. <laughs> I've literally picked up the guitar twice to do this for about 10 minutes each. And I said, I gave them best of what's around satellite tripping billies and a song called rooftop. And I let them decide. Yeah, I picked satellite. And to be honest, uh, the big thing with Dave Matthews songs I've noticed is he's, he's got this stretchy. Oh yeah. He does the, the, the ultimate like stretchy finger riffs that he, when he, especially when he's plucking, uh, he's playing, you know, just one note, uh, riffs. So it's a little. I'm working on stretching a little bit. But it's a little. Do you, do you play I said the flute too, Frank? I guess. Uh, I mean, I've played the. Depends on what kind of flute. Like a. Uh, if you're the skin make flute. A joke. The I knew it. I walked right into that one. <laughs> How are you even answering? <laughs> I don't even know why I answered that. Uh, but with Dave Matthews, <laughs> I never said he was a bad guitar player. I said I can't stand saying- his singing. His it's a little what's his playing? It was a, it's a little it's it's a little complex. It is. Ah, okay. It is. I, I'm not going to lie. It's you know, he's he's all over the place with the uh, with the fingering. That's what she said. But right. But it's not impossible. And it's just my biggest complaint with Dave Matthews music is the singing. Just see, I can't understand what he's saying half the time. And it, it sounds like he's yodeling, you know, and uh, yeah. yodeling's fine. But, and the music, I like, you know, music's okay. It's just, I like, my, my taste in music is a little edgier. I like a little yeah, but edgier. the music is great. You should at least be, how many songs of, I gave you four. How many did you really listen to? Uh, I listened to the, to all of them. You listened to all four of them? Yeah. Okay. And you didn't like Not any all the of them? way through. But... <laughs> Did you like no, any of them? Or okay. were you like, this is all dog shit? I don't think it was dog shit. Uh, again, I'm not a listen. I'm not a huge like uh, I'll go to the concerts and with the T-shirts fan. But, uh, you know, it's just because it's it's a little sappy and like, like I just need a little more edge to my music. And, uh, you know. It's it's it, the, the the once he starts singing, I'm out of it. I'm like, uh, all right. It just ruins it for me. I'm sorry. I can't argue I, with that. He doesn't have a great voice. He does in some instances, a lot of instances. It's yeah. There's a few songs where I could where I could tolerate the singing, and it's like he it, it does a nice job with it. But there are songs where, like, if you looked at his sheet music for his singing, it's like probably like this. Yeah. Well, if you listen all over the place, if you listen to live recordings, he is famous for just not knowing the lyrics to his own songs and just mumbling absolute gibberish into the microphone. That sounds about right. Yeah, I, I, I'm anything live. I'm sure it's it's and I'm like, 
you know, it's like playing a record backwards. It's whatever the sound. And and that's, you know what? I can't fault someone for not knowing that, you know, there's people that play these same, the same lyrics over and over. They still, you, you slip up every now and then, but as long as you get the sound right, you're, you'll be okay. Like, what is it? 90% of, is what you, I forget what the breakdown is, but like, there's people only pay attention to like 80% of how you sound then like 5% of what you're saying. And then there's something else to it, like how you look is some of it. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's, but so if you sound good, you know, you could be saying gibberish and it's all right. Well, they say, yeah, melody, right? Just get the melody down. The lyrics don't really matter that much, you know? Right. The other thing I'll give them, you know, is um, it's, it's one of the hardest things to do is sing and play at the same time because it's two different melodies you know if right. you're playing usually if you're playing the guitar the melody of what you're playing is in your head so it's hard to come out it's hard to spit out of your mouth a different melody at the same time mm-hmm. because you got the guitar in your head so thinking of thinking of and singing it a different thing is is way different um so that's hard I, and my hat's <laughs> off to anybody that could do that but I, I mean i have to say this though and you know i like metallica i love metallica but they are, it is a little on the basic side where it is just your rhythm section, your bass and drums. Well, there's four guys in the band. And it's your, and it's a guitar, a lead and a, and a rhythm guitar. It's a metal band. They don't have yeah. a but, guy but, on violin and three guys on guitar. And that's the thing. Like you listen to it, Dave, there's so many layers to it. There's yes, bass and drums, but then there's the violin going in one direction. There's sax and, and uh, trumpet going in another direction. He's yeah. playing his guitar. There's a piano. Play- like, there's so much to it. I get it. But they have, you know, hey, listen, you want more than I listen to the SM albums, you know, the, the orchestra one. That is my absolute favorite metal. I, I never want to tell you this because I feel like you get mad at me, but I listen to that album the They're most. Great. They just came out with the new one. They had, they did last, uh, last August, they did uh, SM2. Yes. So. Yeah, what was the deal? But that was a lot. Of, there was a lot of the same songs on there, though. Yeah, they did. A, they did a few of the same symphony ones, but they added, you know, the new album stuff and whatever. Mm. Yeah. I still love No Leaf Clover. And what was the other one that was new on that? Uh, Human. Yeah, it's a good song. That was man. good. They never play that one outside of the. I never really hear that without the orchestra. I don't know if they played that anymore. Which is sad. Jimmy Coco Pop Metallica needs a banjo. Agreed. <laughs> I agree. Put a little banjo in there and Metallica. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think um, wouldn't that be something if Metallica played with Dave Matthews? I don't think that's gonna happen. Fucking Dave Grohl and Dave Matthews took a picture together. Everybody's still buzzing about it, like being a thing. Yeah, well, Dave Dave Grohl, his music, I think, is a little leans a little pop, more pop than it does to the heavy side yeah that's true <clears throat> where do you I put foo I, fighters you, you you like them or no uh i like a little bit of their stuff i i i'm a very my my taste in music a lot of it is riff based mm-hmm. instead of the four the same four chords back and forth you know most music you can play with the same four chords um but with uh like metallica has all these different riffs. Every song is a different riff, different riff. Every song sounds different. Um, but Foo Fighters, 
a lot of you know i have i like a lot of their songs but every now and then you hear a song that's like eh seems like a little boilerplate stuff very you know very um ordinary a little bit mm-hmm. ouch I'm uh good dog moto vlog says frank should play human i bet you frank could play any metallica song I could play most of the yeah the riffs of Metallica. So if we came on one night and he had his guitar and, and everybody just shouted out a song in the chat, he would he'd be able to play it for you. I there's no doubt in my mind. I think I could. Yeah, there's a few complicated ones that I haven't mastered yet, but for the most part, I think you'd have like it down. Nine or ten albums, I could. For the most part, I could do. Uh, Raven, shoot him doing hard rock banjo. Listen, I think if we gave Frank a banjo right now. He would be able to play you a couple songs within a few minutes. Give me a banjo. I That's a why banjo. this whole I need four weeks to play a Dave Matthews song, I think, is total bullshit. It's laziness. That's all it is. Mm. This isn't if you give me if I had a day off and I did nothing but play this song, I'd have it for you in a day. I literally picked up the guitar twice for 10 minutes each since we've talked about this. Mm hmm. That's how much I've put into this so far. But I'll have um, it for you. Who's the better drummer? Lars from Metallica or Carter Beaufort from Dave Matthews? Skill-wise, I'd say uh, Dave Matthews drummer, but te- uh, I mean technique. Dave Matthews probably is the better technique. But in terms of originality, I'd go with Lars. I think that's about that. First of all, you gave it more credit than I thought you would. So you've you've shown growth today. This is I'm telling you, Lars, twelve-year-old Frank would not have said that. There's, uh, that's not. that's growth. But you talk about the different types of every song. If you took away all of the other instruments and you played just Lars on the drums, I would tell I'd be able to probably tell you what song he's playing. That's why you know what I mean. It sounds unique for every song, whatever he's doing mm-hmm. with. Dave Matthews stuff. I mean, he's got a lot of the, you know, the timing is is unique and everything, but I feel like it's very similar sounding in terms of what he's doing in each song. I mean, it's all complicated stuff and hard to do. I don't think you've listened to enough of it, but listen, I'm going to take what I can get. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm going to take what I can get. You, that was a big omission today, and I appreciate it. No I'll tell you, I'll tell you what could get you, what is fucked up. Drummer TikTok, you get stuck on drum TikTok, where you just there's just it's some dude in their basement, and they're like playing along. I can't help but watch it. I freaking I love watching it. Yeah, even the not so complicated. So you know who's ridiculous? Who I've really fallen in love with a lot because of just to watch him, Stuart Copeland. Yeah, like always a big fan but watching Stuart copeland play is insanely better than listening to the police who's the the one from um godsmack i forget his name sully no the he's drummer. the lead guy the actual i don't know what the drummer's name is but the dueling he's awesome drumming bit that godsmack does is insane. Oh, that, that is great if anybody gets to see that just go on youtube it's on youtube the dueling dr- uh, battle of the drums it's called and it's godsmack it's the, it's the lead singer and the drummer and they play like a 10 minute battle back and forth it's really good it's so fun the way they do it too because the drummer's back there and then all of a sudden this remote control drum kit on a stand comes wheeling it's out wheeling and out 
Sully's on it and they point at each other and they just play, you know, yeah. oh, it's insanely it's good. It's very good. Yeah. Sully's very, very talented. Uh, yeah, he plays good, every instrument. Good day, Motovlog. We're going to wrap up here with this one. Give us all three DMD songs to listen to. I'm going to ask a penetrating question here. What, what? Yeah, I need more than that. You want happy songs? You want love songs? You want rocking songs? You got to give me a little bit more than that. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to put DMB into a three song category. If you had to introduce someone to, to them, Dave Matthews, what are the top three you'd say here? Listen to these and you'll be a fan. I mean, it's so hard. I mean, you, uh, this is a question I could I could pose to you too. What do you do in that situation? Do you give them the pop the the songs that were big hits because that's the most likable shit, or do you give them the deeper track stuff that you fucking love that you're like holy like? I would, in my opinion, for Metallica, I would give, I'd give one, uh, maybe one pop song, and then the other two, I would give the ones that got me into it, which would be. Uh, master puppets and probably one mm. i'd say listen to these songs and then maybe enter maybe enter sandman if not enter Sam, if i don't go the pop route then i would say disposable heroes really deep track from master puppets album and if you're into heavy you know crazy metal that's that's up your alley that's my dog bark. You just Thank gave you. it. You just gave it three. Give it again now, because I wasn't paying attention. I was so into my Dave uh, thoughts. M- Master of Puppets one, and I would interchange. If you don't want to go the pop route with Enter Sandman, I would say Disposable Heroes. Okay, those are the, those are the, those are really good. All right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna follow Frank's formula. I'm gonna give you a pop hit. I'm gonna give you the song that really got me into them, and I'm gonna think of a. a trying to think of a deep track that'll be uh appealing um hmm this is not easy frank i feel like i need six hours for this <laughs> what's the one that we that i did the impression of no no that's the impression you do what is that like no, no, no. Was, remember that specific song from a I don't know, a few months Ant, ago. Ants marching? Oh, a few months ago. Yeah, there was a song that you said, and you said, oh, you got to hear this one. It, I think it maybe may have been even new. I don't know. Yeah, it's new, Madman's Eyes. But it wasn't that song. It, I, and I said, oh, it probably sounds like this. And it was one word. It's a one-word song. I don't remember. People in the chat might know what it is. And I and I did the impression. It's a, it's a short. Oh, Bartender. Bartender. There you yeah, go. Bartender. Is that a relatively new one? No, 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 that's an old one. That's an old one. Okay. <laughs> bartender. fucking makes me laugh every time. I should learn that one. <laughs> it really does. All right. Um shit. Okay. I'm gonna go with a pop song off of their album every day because that was their biggest pop hit album. That was the album where they were they were the Dave Matthews band, and then they decided we need to make a, a pop album that everybody's going to like and enjoy, and that's the one that they made and it sold the best. Right. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with I Did It. That was a big pop hit in, in 2001. All right. I'm going to say I Did It. The song that just locked me into them was a song called Gray Street. Okay. And those are two pretty up-tempo, big hit songs. 
Um, I did it in Gray Street. Yeah. I did it Gray Street. And for a deep cut, man, this is so hard. Um, hmm. It's tough. It is. Hmm. I'm getting a request for, for me to do a few bars of I Did It. <laughs> Let me get I did it. Something like that. <laughs> Never heard it. Don't know what That's it not is. Jimmy Fallon doing Adam Sandler. <laughs> I thought you were going to do I did it. <laughs> oh, Ned Flanders in there. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to this I'm going to do. Uh, all right, this is what I got. I did it. Um, Gray Street and a song called Number 41. Yeah, you know, going back to like when we were younger, you used to you loved that freaking song. What, 41? 41, yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. And you could listen to it on the Crash album or there was an album that they put out in 1999. It was their first live record called Listener Supported. They have a version on there that is quite lovely. Uh, so that's that's a good one, too. Where did I hear? I feel like Dave Matthews was on something like a, in a movie. And I feel like I heard him do that diddly, you know, like he made fun of himself. Yeah, that's probably where I got the impression from. A bunch of stuff. He was in a he was in a movie called Be- Because of Win Dixie. I think it was called where he played a weirdo like that. And then on House, he played a hmm. a weirdo like um what are they like an idiot savant but not an idiot savant like one of those kind of weird like he's he's mentally handicapped but you put him in front of a piano and he's amazing i don't know what you Uh, call that gotcha um he played that on and house and he did the same he did the same kind of that kind of shit yeah i feel like i've heard that somewhere and i probably just co-opted it so if i my impression is (laughs) it's a little borrowed so yeah i think no you're all good all right. That because of when Dixie was terrible. Was it? Yeah, it's like, oh, Dave Matthews in a movie. I'm like, I gotta watch it. And then you're sitting there and you're like, I'm it's about a girl and a dog. It's fucking horrific. He plays like the Lenny character who likes to pet the rabbits. It's oh, so God. fucking weird and just awful. But he's proud of it. So, you know what? All right. We'll all go with it for now. I feel like he was in a Sandler movie or something like that. Oh yeah, he's been in a couple. Sandler loves him. He was in uh played a like a gay character in I don't even know which one it is now. It's hard to tell. Was he in Blended or something? It might have been Blended. Mm. Yeah, it might have been Blended. That's what I was going to say. Would they go to Hawaii or some shit like that? Is that Blended? I think so. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I think he's been in more than a couple. Um, Anyway, that's it. That's the show. You good? There's a show. That's a show. Yeah, that's a good show. Um, Programming note next week. No show Wednesday. So maybe we'll do a Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. I don't know. We'll see. Right. Um, and then um, Friday is going to be a little bit of an interesting thing because I'm going into the city for the podcasting uh, thing. So I don't know what we're going to do and when, but we'll figure next that out. Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday. Friday yeah. Right. We will be we're here, here this, this Friday, Friday, though. Yeah. That's it. There that's all go. I got. That is good. You have. I think that's enough. 
three Metallica songs and three Dave Matthews songs to listen to. You got to. your homework. There you go. We're all set. Don't forget to become a member. Catch you guys on the next one. Go meat potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. Mm-hmm.